The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Quarterly Sports Talk. We are live here in Arizona. Actually, we're live across the world. I got it in the studio, as always, Alex Clancy. Clancy, what's yo. up? Uh, we got a lot to talk about. He said, yo. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. We got an NBA. We're going to start with that first. We're going to talk about some Dwight Howard. Then we'll go around the league. There's a lot of moves been made, but I don't think there's any as big as the Dwight Howard uh, situation trade. Oh, man, I don't even know if it's a trade. It's not even a trade. It's just he re-signed with someone else. We talk some tennis. This show goes across the country, across the world. We talk some tennis and uh, what else? What else we got? What's trending? Football. We got a couple things. Yeah, we got a few things. What's going on with you, uh, Alex? Uh, let me say this: He's asked me out on a date, and I accepted. He did. <laughs> he did accept it. I think we're going to the WNBA game tomorrow. Um, shoot, what is that? Twelve thirty. Yeah. Hmm. And then you're going to the baseball game. Uh huh. To a sports full day. When you ask somebody out, that means you're paying. Uh. Well. Yeah, I already paid you what what I owed you, and then that was it. Speaking of owe me, we had a bet <laughs> last week that uh, Dwight Howard would go somewhere else, and then it was a five dollar bet, and I ended up winning. Deborah owed me some money; she better hurry up and get back because she owed me money. <laughs> but we giving the money to uh, D since he uh, since we don't pay him anything. There you go. Outside of this, I like that. All right, all right. Quarterly Sports Talk. The number is eight 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 three four six nine one four four. If you want to call in again, the show is live across the world. It is nine a.m. right now. Alex, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Just uh, kind of upset about the Dwight Howard thing, but I think it's best in the long run. You upset uh, that he left the Lakers? I mean, it's it, it. Well, they just signed Chris Kamen to be their center, so I, I can't really center. can't really can't really be excited about that. But I mean, you feel like with uh, Steve Nash, Pau Gasol, Kobe Bryant. Um, I mean, they're not going to make any noise in the Western Conference this year. You don't think so? No. Chris Kamen comes. By, Chris Kamen, uh, he was with the Clippers, but he was, prior to that, he was with someone else. Yeah, he was with New Orleans for a little while. But doesn't he fit right in with the Lakers? Yeah, he is I mean, not- well, I mean, not with the run-and-gun Mike D'Antoni offense, but neither does Pau Gasol, so... Uh, Mike D'Antoni is going to have to change his philosophy. I mean, you coming to... I know you that coach, and, and why you got hired, because of how you do things, uh, but when you look at what you have on the court, you got Kobe, who's in his 17th year, Steve Nash, who's probably in his... Fifteen, yeah, something, something yeah. like that. Or and then you got, and then you got a guy in Paul Casal who can't run. So now you bring in a, a new center, who I think fits right into the system if you play a half court game. Now yeah. you can run at some point. They do have a bench that's not as strong as most guys in the Western Conference that'll keep them uh, relevant in ball games. So you do have a bench that can come in and spell those guys for about two or three minutes. But when you go in a half court game, I think it's fine for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, and and we'll see if D'Antoni. I mean, he he hasn't won anything in his coaching career, so. Uh, he's a great regular season coach, or used to be. Uh, you don't have Steve Nash 
10 years ago or eight years ago like he did in Phoenix. And uh, he's going to have to adapt because, you know, adaptation is the only way really to win in this league and stay relevant. Well, there's, there's a lot of coaches like that. They get you to the dance, but after that, they, the dance is over. Yeah. They can't get you over to the top. So. And now you could pro- now it, it was proved this year that great players can beat a great team, and that's what happened with San Antonio when they lost to Miami because they were a better team than Miami, but Miami had better players. I didn't think Dwight Howard was news uh, relevant until he signed uh, with the Houston Rockets. I, I didn't think well, everyone has a free agency. But he's probably one, he was at the time the biggest free agency out there. But there's a lot of teams that made some big moves around the league, and we'll get to that when we talk about the NBA around the league. But – Dwight Howard, to me, wasn't news until he signed with the Rockets because what's going to be different from now, from then to right now? When he left Orlando Magic, comes to the Lakers, how he left Orlando Magic Mm -hmm. and the Lakers that one year there, um, and then um, you hear the news that he wanted Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, we know that situation with the bus. um, But then he's now in Houston. What changes? What changes from Dwight Howard, Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard, Los Angeles Lakers? Nothing. Nothing, Jamie. I mean, he's still the same person. He can't be the star. They have a star down there. Yeah. Well, I, and, and I think what Shaq and, and the the sentiment around the league is that uh, L.A. is too big of a stage for him. That the lights are too bright and whatnot. I mean, I'm sure there's some a little bit of truth to that. I just think that he wasn't the man, and that bothered him. And I mean, he also was injured all of last year, and that's what kind of scares me. Is that the Lakers went on a really good run towards the end of the year when everybody was seemingly as healthy as possible before Kobe went down, and I just don't know what's going to happen in Houston. I mean, it's a, and Shaq called it a little town or whatever he called Houston. And I, you I've know, been to Houston. Houston's not that yeah, little. I, I agree. Nothing in Texas is little. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I don't know how you can be looked at as a potential championship contender when you're not even the best team in your conference. Right. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see what happens with it in the long run. And if he can, he, he, he got paid now. So he's the man now. So he's got to, he, now what, he's got to perform. Was it about money? Cause he did get paid. He got, he, how old is he? 27? 20, yeah. 27 like years 26, old. 27, yeah. He'll be 31 when his contract is over. He got four years, $88 million. Uh-huh. 31 years old when his contract is over. He, get, he can command another a big payday again. And he can opt out after the third year. Wow. So, so, so 30, which would make sense for him. He'll be 30, opt out, and get that 88 again. Yeah, and, and it, it, in two years we'll be talking about where Dwight Howard's going to go again. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awful. Hopefully, hopefully we won't have to hear about anything from. I, but I hope he does well. You know, and I, I hope he is exposed for what he is, which is a big crybaby. But um, and this is not. I, I'm not upset that he left the Lakers. You know, it, it would have been. What you was a, you was about three weeks ago. Yeah, no, and, you weren't upset. You were just. You thought he should have stayed. Well, there. I just want the Lakers to be relevant, and I think at the end of next year, at the end of this year coming up. With with all the free agent markets, you know LeBron, where is he going to go? You know whatever. I I would love to see him in a Laker uniform, but um, it's looking more and more like Cleveland might be. That's what I was. Going, what? Yeah, because I uh, back Cleveland, to Cleveland. Cleveland has offered Andrew Bynum a two year deal contingent upon waste performance. Of money. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's it's one year with with a team option for next year, so that's a waste of money. What's the big guy came out of Ohio State and didn't, didn't play? Greg at all? Oden. Greg Oden. Yeah, but Andrew Bynum was looked at as one of the top two centers in the NBA a couple of years ago with yeah, Dwight Howard before so. he started acting out. When you want to be the star, I think everybody in there own right should be the star but they're the guys who are most successful they understand their role on that team you come to the lakers you know it's kobe bryant that's not saying that you can't be the star la is the big stage according to what shaq says it's the lights were too bright the stage is too big but kobe bryant is there everyone in their own right should want to be a star but you should also understand your your role on that team so andrew Bynum became a mess when he started thinking he was the Los Angeles Lakers Absolutely. and started doing crazy things. So that's why I say it's a waste of money because he hasn't played in a whole year, uh, which is nothing. And he's 25. And he's 25 he's years old. He's a baby. 
And he's he, prior to that though, he was always hurt in those knees, and that's just probably because he's six. Well, he's seven, seven one, seven one. Yeah. He's, exactly. He's seven one. Who who needs not going to be hurt standing seven one running up and down a court? Yeah, but he has two championship rings. One he did nothing for because uh, <laughs> he he was hurt, and then the second year he was there. I mean, uh, he's big, and you can't keep like, size. And Cleveland needs right. they need a center. So well, yeah, as long as you stand in seven one, you can always have a job if you still got somewhat of a passion to play. Yeah. So it's kind of like he got two rings. Kind of like guys who played for the Chicago Bulls, they got rings when Jordan and Pippen was there. They did nothing to it, yeah. nothing to get them. Remember Jack Haley used to get paid $500,000 to sit on the bench next to Rodman and not play? Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, he worked, you know, a lot of times they, they work hard at practice. Um, all right, let's, let's move on to this right here. The uh, decision, this is the third anniversary of the decision, and, and I don't know why this is news. Um, don't, didn't this work out for LeBron going to Miami, leaving Cleveland? Um, you mentioned LeBron maybe going back to Cleveland. Would be it's a possibility. Would be awesome because, um, but I do have a problem. Let me say this real quick. <laughs> I do got a problem with this. The fans there. I got a problem with the fans there and the ones in L.A. who burnt up the Dwight Howard's jersey. Um, who cares? You spend that's a waste of money for you. Fine. Then you burn up LeBron James because he was a free agent. Everyone has a right to change jobs if it's there for him. If it's a better decision for him. So back to Dwight, the decision. To go to Houston is a better decision, of a better chance of winning championships, right? Would you agree with that? Uh, I don't, not necessarily, but I understand what he's because they're a younger, right? A younger team, deeper team. Yes, but look what they did without him this year. And if he come in and do what he's supposed to do and not mm-hmm. be the guy that who we think he is, they they go they go even further. They could go to the finals if they if they he could plays go to well, the yeah. finals. Um, so burning up somebody's jersey because they changed jobs. That's crazy to me. Well, fans are fans are idiots. Fans are uh, idiots. A lot, a lot of fans are idiots. Fans are a lot of fans are idiots. You're exactly right. And later on the show, we will get to some idiotic fans who yeah, this, well, <laughs> the soccer game. Yeah, <laughs> we will get to those fans. They're not uh, idiots. They are dead going on. They're murderers. They're on trial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be on trial once that video goes out. So LeBron James, his decision, his anniversary, three years. Why is that news? How is it news? I, I, I guess I should say. Well, uh, because it works out for him. He's he has, you know, he got knocked out in the first round. Prior, well, he got knocked out in a couple of rounds in uh, Cleveland. He yeah. comes to um, Miami, get knocked out in the first round. Well, yeah. Well, they lost in the finals. They the lost year. to the Celtics, right? No, they lost. They lost in the finals their first year to Dallas. To Dallas, yes, yeah, they right. Made, and then and, and then they won the last two. So they've been in the finals three years in a row. Three that, out of three. Didn't that work out for them? But what the common misconception is that these players are playing for the fans. They're playing for themselves. Anybody in that regard is playing the majority. Say fifty-one percent for themselves. So the majority of what they're doing is in the best interest of their family and themselves. Right. So Miami had a better opportunity for him to win. He gave Cleveland probably four years longer than he should have. Or that he wanted to, but he gave them six years of servitude, and and he's like, listen, I want to go make money, I want to go play in South Beach, I want to go play with one of my friends, Dwayne Wade, and I want to go win championships. You guys aren't facilitating that for me right now. Remember, this guy came out of high school. He, oh. he he's I thought he was loyal, standing in Cleveland. Uh, well, he had no choice, but Cleveland picked him up. But they did, do you think Cleveland did as much for him that he did for those guys? No, but I mean you couldn't because every, all the other teams. This was before the conglomerate. Uh, three, you need a three-headed monster to win championships thing. That's the new makeup now. So before that, Cleveland. I mean, uh, the Heat doesn't have one. We can uh, we can talk well, about that. Well, because Chris Bosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, two and a half. Their bench is their number three. <laughs> yeah. So with Cleveland, I mean, they brought in Antoine Jameson. They brought in Mo Williams. They brought in role players, but it's not. It, it was nothing that would ever. Uh, 
whatever fill the void that that they needed to fill for him to stay there. Cleveland could have Cleveland got better when LeBron left. The people they bought in, they, they got better. But imagine if they could well financially, if you could get those guys while he was there, they will have two championships now. Yeah, and I mean with Kyrie Irving and Dion Waiters and Anderson Vergel still there. It's going to be if Kyrie Irving goes on the level that he's going towards. I mean, he he's going to be a top three top three point guard, if not top three but player now, in the now league. Now you in five have years. to build around him, right? Well, LeBron would just come in, fill that small fall forward position. In theory, it sounds really. Um, I would like to see LeBron really go back to Cleveland. I'd like to see him go back to Cleveland, but I'd like them them fans to apologize. Well, well fans I, shouldn't have to apologize. Just like players shouldn't have to, because one of the things you said into this uh, segment was fans are idiot, idiots. Uh, they they most fans. You know, there are some loyal fans. I'll tell you some of the most loyal, loyal fans I've ever been around was these, the Cardinals fans that sit in Sun Devil Stadium. All, oh, goodness all gracious. All 15,000 of them. <laughs> it was probably hot. Oh, man. <laughs> they said, it was, I, I give it about 20,000. The ones I don't like, the Cardinals fans that I don't like is the ones that like other teams, but they only like the Cardinals when their team is not playing here. And they live here and grew up here. Mm-hmm. So I need to meet with Michael Bidwell because I'm telling you right now, he's missing out on a generation of fans. And that's... Not the fans' fault. It's his fault. He, yeah. I don't think they're doing enough to reach out there because I'm out in the community. I, can, I talk to these kids. He's not doing enough. So now kids that are now 35, 40 years old, they're not Cardinals fans. How are you not a Cardinals fan? You grew up here. I mean, the team wasn't. I understand how you, and why you're not. The team came here in 86, I, I believe, 86, 87. So there were other teams there. There yeah. were other teams that they liked. I, it's tough to like a team that's consistently underachieving. Especially with a superstar like I didn't think, Fitzgerald. I didn't think, yeah, but and, prior to that, I didn't think they understood how to run that business because there was a lot of guys that came in here while I was at the Cardinals to get a offer on the table, knowing they was going somewhere else so they can get someone else to match it. Didn't want to play here, but the Cardinals would have been seen doing the most trying to get a Ricky Waters here or somebody like that. Yeah, uh, There was no reason for Emmitt Smith to come here. Not at all. You that had, was a selfish reason. You had um, you had Damian Anderson. You had Marcel Ship. You had a, a lot of guys here that could run that ball. That was a fan situation. That was to put seats, butts in seats. Yeah, absolutely, and to not get blacked out in your own uh, in your own <laughs> your market. Home. Exactly. Yeah, like exactly. Jacksonville. Uh, there, there are a lot of um, transitions around the league. Uh, we got about thirty seconds. We're going to break. I do like what the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. done. Uh, Absolutely, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. So I don't. You want to talk about that later? Or you want to move into some Wimbledon? Uh, we can touch on that real quick. Real quick. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in the studio. As always, we'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports the job of a professional athlete is never complete in life after the game host lamar campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world you'll understand the goals motivations and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career tune in to life after the game with lamar campbell Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. Alex Clancy. Uh, we were talking uh, basketball, NBA. We're talking about the decision LeBron made. Uh, I think I think some LA fans think when they next year. Next year they should have a lot of money that they're gonna get LeBron. I think LeBron is marketable. Like I think the White, the White Howard is marketable anywhere he goes. You know, some teams can do more than others, but you know, I just don't see. I, I always see LeBron as the uh, not going to a team where there's a superstar. Although Kobe will be gone in two years, I I, mm-hmm. I can't put anything past Kobe. Kobe, I don't like the Lakers, but Kobe, it'd be hard for me not to pick Kobe on a worst day. Yeah, it, it, you don't have to like him. You just got to respect him for yeah. what he's done and what he does with injuries and stuff. Right, and how he come back and how he commands those guys around him to play. Uh, but the White House was also marketable anyway. As Shaq say, he went to a small town in Houston, a small town, which is the Houston Rockets. And I've been to Houston. And there's nothing small about Houston at yeah. all. Well, I mean, and one thing about LeBron that'll be interesting is if he wants to implant himself as the best ever. Uh, he goes to L.A. No, he, no, no, no. Come just on, just say, listen, say, listen, say he goes to L.A. I'm just saying hypothetically. He goes to L.A., wins two championships, goes back to Cleveland, wins one. Nobody's gone and been the focal point of a team in one championships in multiple locations. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won one in Milwaukee. They came to the Lakers, won five. Robert or won four. Robert Horry. Yeah, but he wasn't the, he he wasn't wasn't the focal a star. point. He come off the bench and got him. Right. So if he comes, he goes to Miami, wins. Say he wins this year. So he wins three in a row. Dwayne Wade Has is four. out for the majority of the year. But say Dwayne Wade is is lacking in, in, in physical ability. He comes to L.A., wins two, then goes back home to Cleveland. I mean, it, it, it will be questionably, I mean, it, it, with question, one of the best careers, uh, top three, top four, of all time, even though he doesn't have the amount that Jordan has or might not, or uh, obviously nobody's going to touch him. Does he have to ever. have a six championships ring to be better than Joy, Jordan? I don't, think, I don't think so because some guys have 11 rings. Yeah, Bill Russell has 11 yeah. rings. Yeah, he does. So, I mean, nobody's going to be. I think Michael Jordan's the best player of all time, and will always will be. Because he's in your era, in your time. You right. watch this guy from start to finish. Now, what about that? What about that kid that was you that's watching LeBron from start to finish, and LeBron amassed five to six rings? That's arguably a, that's a debate right there. I mean, yeah. you you look at Pistol Pete. When people watch Pistol Pete, when they watch Magic Johnson, you can't say that they don't have that they're not the best ever. You can't say Kareem is not. The, you can you can spe- specify and say he's the best center ever played the game. Uh, no one he's defined a hook that no one could defend. Yeah. Uh, they won championships with it. But then you look at the Lakers team. You had five superstars on the on the basketball court. That's true. With Cooper, and, Norm, Norm, uh, all those guys. I mean, I, I just don't. I I think that what it's it's really hard to win championships. Let's let, I, let's just start I agree. with that. I agree and because then, the Spurs should have won this one. Yeah. So LeBron. So LeBron needs to get to four to be in the discussion. LeBron. Kobe. Kobe's got five. He's in the discussion. If LeBron gets to four, that that puts Dwayne Wade at 
Five. Five. That puts him at the Hall of Fame level. Yeah. Well, he, he wins one by himself. He wins one with Shaq. Actually, he wins that one with Shaq. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he wins uh, two with LeBron. Well, LeBron wins two, and he's on the team. Right. Right. Yeah. I think here's the, here's the cable show, the lifetime cable show for LeBron James. I started in Cleveland, coming out of high school, started with Cleveland. I do what I can for Cleveland. I take them to the finals. I'm the only one in on the team. I leave, and everyone hates me because I left and found a better job to feed my family and, and to go out there and win a championship. Most of these guys play for championships. Here's the story. He goes to Miami, do what he's supposed to do. He keeps the place down in Miami because he's still LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Um, vacation spot. He goes back to Cleveland and win three more. Yeah, that's so you don't need to go to L.A. to be a star. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to interrupt you, but I see where you were going with it. You don't stars and Hall of Famers don't need to go to L.A. Not a guy like him, because wherever he go, we're going to follow him. If you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't. We was going through some text during the week. You could take any any star or anybody that's in the line, in that light or and take a few of their words and cut them up and make them seem like a bad guy. Yeah, you can absolutely. do that. You can do that and make them seem like they're a genius, but you don't read the rest of the story. You can make them seem like a bad guy for just even going to Miami and leaving there, leaving there but you're forgetting as a fan – well, he did everything he could do for us. What didn't he do for us in Cleveland? So the story is Cleveland, Miami, go back to Cleveland, win championships, retire, run basketball operations in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, Magic Johnson was LeBron James' favorite player growing up. Okay, so he mapped his game around him, obviously, mm-hmm. with, his, with his passing ability. He goes to L.A., hypothetically speaking, goes to L.A., wins two championships, three championships. Okay, say he's there for five years, wins three championships, that would be jersey retire worthy. Where in L.A.? Yeah, he's not reading. His th- I'm just saying, if he's there, if he finishes his career in L.A. after How after next year, if he wins two or three, he gonna retire. The number six he will jersey. have his jersey next to his favorite basketball player of all time, and you can't touch that anywhere else besides. You know what? The the Lakers will only do that to say we retired LeBron James. Because I'm saying obviously it is a stretch, but he's still young. He's 28. Okay, so after next year, it'll be 29. He, he, plays, play he, plays six, yeah, he plays six years with the Lakers. They win two or three championships. He's going up on the banner. Kobe's gone by that time. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, 100%. But if Shaq's jersey got retired by the Lakers, he, he did play. Shaq played eight years there, I think. No, he, he might have played more than that. But, I mean, close enough. Six years is enough tenure there to where you can retire your jersey there. So, I mean, I, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Andre Iguodala. Uh, <laughs> nice segue. That, yeah, nice segue, that, Cindy. Because that, <laughs> that mess you're talking about, I have to change. Just saying. He, crazier things have happened. All Lakers fans want a, a superstar there when a superstar leaves. Because they always come. They always get there. But he don't have to come there. He's, okay. he's going to be you're right. You're right. He does not have to do anything. What if he go to Brooklyn? What if he go to uh, New York? No, I, I don't good see Good for it. him. I, you know what? You and Carmelo can go... Can go uh, Go if lose he, games together. He teams up no way. He teams up with Carmelo. It's instant two championships back oh, to back. Instant Nike. championship. Carmelo's a beast when he uh when he decides to play. All right, uh, Equidala, Andre Equidala leaves money on the table um, to resign with the uh, to Golden State. Golden State. Mm-hmm. This guy. This is we were talking about Golden State coming out of the, uh, the playoffs this year. What this? What that young team did? What the coach did? Um, and then they added this piece to the puzzle. I think it's uh, 
worthy to say these guys will compete heavily for mm-hmm. that for that West. Absolutely. I mean, and the veteran leadership that he can bring. Uh, Steph Curry is the leader of that team. And right. That's the beautiful thing about that team is you know who the leader is. You know who is going to lead you into battle. Fair. Andre Gudala is a is a average to above average defender, which they need there. Mark Jackson is a defensive minded coach. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. That is one of the best pieces you could put in Golden State with a young team. Is a is a veteran that they can um, if, they can teach on the ropes. If they play the same defense, uh, not get worse, but if they play the same de- defense they played last year, they they'll compete for a lot of games. Absolutely, the West. Um, but they only gonna get better because of Mark Jackson. Right. They're gonna get better because that team had a taste of what they could have done. I think they had San Antonio on the ropes, but San Antonio, being the machine that they are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, found a way to win those games. There was not a whole lot Mark Jackson can do from the from the coaching box. Uh, that San Antonio does on the field, on the court. Yeah, I mean, they're a David Lee hip injury away from maybe waking the uh, Western Conference Finals. Yep, yep. So, so the, barring injuries and and adding uh, Andre Iguodala to this team, the team looks good. They're going to gonna be the most fun team to watch in the West for sure. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna eclipse Oklahoma City. But I don't I don't want them to be the um, I don't want them to be the Denver Nuggets. They run everybody yeah. out the gym mm-hmm. for the whole year and then lose in the first round. Yeah, don't be that team. Don't be that team because it looks like, like you said, they're going to be the, fun, the most fun team to watch, arguably. So you, you win all those games. You put yourself in a situation where you might have home field, home court, and then you lose in the first round. They cannot take a step backwards with this team. Now, if I were them, because they were courting Dwight Howard too, but they would have to do a sign-in trade with the Lakers. They would have had to give up some of the young talent. I would have done it. You, I would have done it. I, I would have done I it. I don't know if I would. I feel like Dwight, Dwight Howard loves to run up and down the court. They're a fast-paced offense. And I think that him and Steph Curry could have really made some uh, magic together because Steph Curry is a shooter. So, I mean, that was how Orlando won games, was having him down low and have 19 shooters on the perimeter, and, and that's how you, you uh, create space. And I thought that that would have been the best location for him. And he, play, he would have got to stay in California, too. Steph Curry has advanced his game as the playoffs went on. Yeah, he played through injuries, and I, I like to see guys, young guys play through those injuries. I'm not saying be crazy and make it worse, but he played through an ankle injury, um, you, you watch this guy shoot. You watch him come up, hit these shots. You know, as a, as a shooter, you got to take that jump, and that jump is forward. I watch him drive to the basket. I don't know if I give up all all that I have in in um, Golden State to get to White Howard. Oh no, I, no, I would no. I mean, it, it, you probably have to give up Clay Thompson and Harrison Barnes or something like that. If, if the center there would just step up and be more aggressive, they, they are fine. Because once you know, one week we talk about him on air, he comes out and play. I think he was listening to us. He comes out and play. Next time you know, he's nowhere to find. Andrew Bogut. Yeah, I mean, and he's got he's got to stay healthy. Steph Curry put on at least fifteen pounds of muscle since he's come in the league. And it and has I, to be muscle. And that's what because he was a skinny kid right. when he came in. He had weak ankles. He had, and that's why he had that's why he had all these ankle injuries. And that's why he wouldn't go get down into the paint. Now you see him driving to the basket, taking those shots. Kind of remind you of uh, he's not a Dwayne Wade, but when Dwayne Wade used to hit the ground all the time. And to get that and wands, yeah. but he's now doing that. But he's smart enough. He's he shoots well enough where he can stay outside and knock him down. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, he's got a sweet stroke. All right, since the Kwame Sports Talk Voice America, we are eight 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 three four six nine one four four. That's the number right there. All right, since we global, let's move over to tennis. Andy Murray. Um, they're talking about this guy. He wins the Wimbledon. They're talking about it. I don't want to leave, uh, what's her name, Marion Batoli out. I don't want to leave her out because she played well. She didn't lose. Let's talk about her first. She didn't lose a straight set at all in this in this, uh, in this um, Wimbledon finals. Uh, no. I, I know I don't want to 
make Venus Williams a story because she's not. She wasn't there. So let's talk about the people who was there. She was, um, you know, she came through, not not Venus, uh, Marion, came through, unorthodox way she plays. She's she's aggressive. She's powerful. She's finesseful. Um, and she, you know, I don't, if Venus was there, I think she still wins Wimbledon. Yeah, and, and Serena too. And, I mean, it was, I, I think the real story here, and, and this I, is. I should say, I'm sorry, Serena Williams. Oh, Serena well, okay. Williams, yeah. that's who I'm talking about. I think the real story here is, and it was great, you know, great story. Uh, somebody that's kind of in the middle of the pack that, that came in uh, through whatever way she got to the finals, was it be it through beating uh, top players or top players losing early on. She wins $2.4 million for a tennis tournament, being in a women's tennis tournament. Thank you, Venus. Yeah, which is so huge for women's sports. And I think that it, I think it's correct. I mean, especially in tennis, it draws a more comparable uh, media money to men's. I mean, basketball is obviously polar opposite. Uh, football and powder puff uh, lingerie league obviously is, is different. Uh, but tennis is comparable, and they should be getting paid the same amount as the men. And I think that that's fantastic. And she did a great job. And, and she, um, it just, just the sheer shock of what just happened after she won says it all. Yeah. That's a $2.4 million look. And, and that was, I mean, that, that, that in and of itself was, was fantastic. And, and think about the confidence level she have now going into the new season, um, $2.4 million. I, I agree to your point. I think men's tennis and women's tennis, the money should be, somewhat comparable uh you do watch a different you do watch a different game and you choose which one you want to watch as in golf men's golf and, and women golf a lot i think a lot of men watch women golf because they're not trying to power anything across the, through the course and they're not watching for the women they're watching just how smooth the transition is how they play the game mostly calm and relaxed now i watched uh i think i've learned how to play by watching uh, women golf because coming from a physical sport, an aggressive sport, you don't have to muscle the ball every time. You just mm-hmm. get yourself in trouble. Women golf, I mean, it's all it's all smooth. So the money, I think the money be someone up there, but they don't have a – well, they had Annika. They had uh, – they don't have a Tiger Woods right. in there. I mean, even sport. Michelle Wee was there. I mean, it was getting dry just because she was in the field when she was 14 right. or 15. Right, but that, that she couldn't generate that much money. But just to see a phenom, and a 14-year-old phenom playing with some grown women, um, who was the – it was another um, – they had I mean, Paula Creamer. They, they have had Sari Pak. Sari Pak was there. Uh, they have some superstars in women golf, but not to generate that money. You know, they their part. The winners may be five hundred some thousand, maybe, maybe, and maybe that's for a a, uh, champ- a championship. But it's not like the two, the one point nine, uh, the two point three that the men get. Uh, and someday that probably will come, depending on they change commission so so much so much in. Uh, and, and women's golf that, you know, you can't, you got to find ways to market them. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Andy Murray, they're talking about knighting this guy over the, his, his, he is the first British, Britain to win since Fred Perry, and I think that was 1936. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about knighting this guy, making <laughs> honorary, not honorary, but just knighting him. That's, that's huge over there to be knighted uh, for winning. And it's been that long since 1936. The guy can play anyway. He can play. Andy Murray can play. And, and I was wondering why it was, a historical moment until I said 1936 has been a long time. Yeah. And uh, I saw something about him that uh, when he was in 96, I think there was a school shooting at his school in Dunblane where he grew up and uh, he was there and it was uh, like kids were killed, teachers were killed. And that's what Dunblane where he grew up is known for. 
uh, being all these years later, you know, 17 years later, I think, give or take. And for uh, na- yeah, for there, there was a school shooting there with that, that he was a part of that he was there for. And now Dunblane is known for Andy Murray, which is so great for the city that he grew up in. And yeah, granted, I mean, you could see how much passion he had in, in, in the final game of the final set when it went to four deuces. If Djokovic wins that game, wins a tiebreaker, this could be completely it's different. Over. Different, it could be game. completely different because all the momentum would have gone to Djokovic's hand. And Djokovic played back; he was da- he was down forty love mm-hmm. in in that last game. Came back and forced four deuces. So that would have been um, that would have been interesting. But it's, Andy Murray was so huge. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm just happy to hear a different name besides uh, Federer, Nadal, Federer. and Djokovic. Right. Me, me too. I like when those guys who's been there. The whole entire time, he finally wins one. He just, got close so yeah, he got close so many times. Just like Marion, she's been there the whole time, but never got. This is close. She been. It, she took advantage of the opportunity. The scripts always write themselves out. Uh, congratulations to them both uh, in the women's championship. Hey, let's take a quick break. Kwame Lai Sports Talk. Alex Clancy. Uh, we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you there. You can 
Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. We are live. Alex Clancy in the studio. Alex, what's your blog site again? AlexClancy'sCorner.blogspot.com. That's a whole lot, man. I know. I try, I try to tone it down, but but what? What you try to tone it down to? Clancy's Corner. That's what. That's what yeah, I even be. sent an email to the person who hasn't been on there since '04. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awful. Clancy's. I'm gonna Corner. I'm gonna file a complaint or something. Yeah, false complaint. You, you got to use it. Well, I, when was the last time I used mine? Uh, 2012. No, what? Oh, that. Yeah, I bad. think maybe 2010. I gotta get somebody to stop. <laughs> 2010. <laughs> I gotta get somebody to blog for me. Um. Just to look like I'm doing. I need a ghostwriter, like the rappers do. Um, Alice Clancy, Alice, Alice Clancy Corner, corner blogspot.com. Yeah. That is too much. I know. Um, what was talking? Oh, Andy Mary. I think he should be knighted. Let's move on to that. Uh, 1936. You talking about the tragedies that happened there when he was in high school? I didn't know that. Um, but when you talk about okay, since we over there on that side of the world, let's talk about uh, briefly, briefly. The uh, the referee, the soccer referee that stabbed a player, and uh, I don't want to stay on this long. And I'm going to tell you about a video game I want to create, uh, and pe- it might not go over so well, but this, I'm just thinking out loud. That never, that's never good to preface Shut it up. with that. <laughs> there was, you can were, actually die playing this game. You, you actually can. You can. The video game. Well, look, look at all the games they, um, they have out now with kids. Quincy, my son, he's, every, time I walk in, every time I walk in there, he's on a video game playing a uh, the one that shoot, I, that, you, you sound you dated yourself there, my friend. I don't, I don't know. The one that shoot. <laughs> it's not like Duck Hunt. I mean, there's oh, a, not, there's a thousand, there's a million different games going okay, on. Okay, right you put now. on the you put on the heads. Call I of think Duty. I think it's that one. You put on the headset, and you talk to everybody. Yeah, every time. So what's the difference <laughs> between the game I'm about to create and I get into it? But the referees, <laughs> the referee, um, he stabs a player. So the fans, I, I guess this was at the end of it. I need to pull that up. I think I sent it to you. No. Um. The fans go crazy, and then they uh, decapitate they him. They quarter him. So they, they cut off his limbs, and then how, how cut that, his head off. How you do that? And put it on a... Uh, without... I don't do that. There's no... Um, in, <laughs> That's something you know, that I don't do. How, how, I do you, how do you do that, and with no consequences of that? I, could, I can go to jail. Yeah, I know. They've arrested one man, and then two more are uh, out there that they're, that they're looking for. Maybe it's Aaron Hernandez's boys. I don't know. Allegedly, his voice. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what you mean to say. Yeah, uh, allegedly. Sorry, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That that when we were talking about fans and how fanatical they are, uh, those are fans over there. Whether that happened or not, just the soccer fans alone, you can't. The NFL want to see, see be seen going a distance, so they try to take football over there. They don't care about football over there. It's soccer. They talking about real football games. Just play with the foot. Yeah, I mean, and the the weird twist of this is that the player was 30 and the referee was 20 it doesn't i i always see referees as being older than the players but this, this was a child refereeing these games the 30 year old comes up to him argues the call i think i think he How punched he, the ref and the ref stabbed him to death what what does the ref have why does he have a, a knife on the i don't know probably for this reason i i for for being taken advantage of yeah so that's really smart so you stab a, a beloved player in front of all these fans you think there's going to be no ramifications stabbed to death so he must have got stabbed a couple times yeah and then he died on the way to the hospital and i got the article but i just didn't want to read anything stupid like that yeah so what's your video game i'm i'm enthralled my video game and um it's copyrighted because it's on the show. The, uh, pin, the pinpoint this uh, segment right here. So don't mind steal my idea. I don't want to be responsible for things I say. That's the beauty of the show. <laughs> um, my video game is this. It's, it's all sports, um, but you can only get on this game if you have a 
criminal record. <laughs> uh, and that can go from a misdemeanor to a felony uh, to anything. Maybe you've been in trouble with the law. You can only get on this game. Um, and the f- uh, the guys with felonies going to play the guys against the misdemeanors. <laughs> this is in all sports. And, um, and then you get to play against guys who don't have any charges. So... Uh, so, well, I mean that's great. So the Bengals can use their whole team, which is, which is fantastic. Team. They can use their record. That, that's team. great. And who is that? Was the that Raiders? Raiders from, yeah. The Raiders can use their team. Raiders can use their full team. Yeah, and then the quarterback. I'm, I'm talking about every position. Somebody was in trouble. Yeah, somebody's been that's in trouble. That's great. I mean, but then would you have basketball players playing football? Uh-uh. basketball is going to be the same. It's going to be that's going to be the same thing in basketball. It's just going to be basketball. Okay. So yeah, I mean, then you choose the you choose the. You play guards you against to. the prisoners. No, no. But you know what? I, what uh, prompted that idea was when uh, EA, EA Sports is taking Hernandez mm-hmm. off the game. I'm like, leave him up there, unless unless there's a call to say I'm not buying this game because he's up there. And I understand that. Don't mess with my uh, my market. Don't mess with my final numbers. But that would make that's what made me think of that game. Don't the players get paid? For their naming, for their naming rights, supposedly. So okay, in theory. So say they did. They don't want to pay him for. Being a murderer, so alleged murderer, uh, allegedly. He, so, you know, this this all, this might be all. He might, he might get off. What if he get off and he lost all that money? He's still not. Gonna but be able he to was play implicated in the NFL again. He, yeah, but because he, he was implicated and shouldn't put yourself around those situations. He's the prime suspect. Now they got guys right there where you know accessory and all that stuff mm-hmm. and all those things. But he is the prime suspect to this whole case. Uh, but that's what prompted me for my game. That's a good one. What's trending now? Uh, the Colin Kaepernick story was really interesting. Uh, it, it's interesting because it's a non-story, and I think this is you're getting into the dog days of summer now, so the stories are becoming more, uh, you know, less and less that aren't circle, circle, uh, circled, circled, circulating. Jesus, you know, yeah, get it, yeah, spit it out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, centralized around baseball. <laughs> uh, so Colin Kaepernick wearing the Miami Dolphins hat to a party or something. I, I understand why it's an issue, but. I'm like, who cares? Does it really? This kid's 22 I, years old. You know what? It, it matches outfit. Whatever. Who cares? That's what he said. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a lot of heads. If, if it was the Seahawks, uh-huh. okay, fine. You know, somebody division rival or something. This is an AFC team that is going into uh, that, that really is not relevant. So, what does the, it really matter? The, the um, University of Virginia hat would have matched his uh, outfit. Uh, same colors, pretty much. Similar. Uh, well, with the Dolphins and the Mariners, they, didn't they change their colors, their outfits, the uniform? Women call their uniforms outfits. Men say their uniforms. <laughs> um, didn't they change their uniform? But I, I don't know. I think it is a problem when you're the leader, uh, the face of a team. Um, he's, to your point, he's still a kid, 22 years old. You have to know not to do that now. Unless that hat was signed by somebody special, then why would you even have it on? You put it up. You're still a fan of the game, even though you're in the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to. When there's no sports going on, camps are pretty much over until July. What's going to be on my head, and not a hat, but the thoughts are the 49ers. Where are we going from here? Can we get over the hump? Mm-hmm. We we added some pieces to the puzzles where if we're not Super Bowl champions, something wrong. I don't want to have people worrying about it or making a story about that I had a Miami Dolphins hat on. Uh, I just You just don't do that. I have plenty of hats, me personally. Um, but I wouldn't put them on if I'm playing with a certain team. Um, I, I just I just wouldn't do them. I, I don't know what to do. It's not a big deal. 
it's not a big deal, but, you know, fans are not fans, but more sports writers are making an issue out yeah, of sure. it. And then the fans will get involved. And they're like, if he loses a game, now he has to win the Super Bowl. If he loses a game, they're saying, well, he maybe he's thinking about the Dolphins. I guarantee you, during football season, that comes up again. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it, it, this brings up two things from the past. One, LeBron James wearing the Yankees hat uh, when he was in Cleveland. And it, it, Cleveland, I think Cleveland was playing the Yankees in Cleveland. He wore a Yankees hat, and that's when he was being courted by different teams. Right. So that was a big. But deal. he was free, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think he was going to be the next year, and then, um, and then uh, Jamal Charles asking Peyton Manning for an autograph after the game uh, last year. I mean, it's it, which I, ones I were? I just don't understand. It's not that big of it. I mean, this it's a brotherhood. You say that so much, right? And that the t- NFL is a brotherhood. It's you're either you're either in it or you're not when it really comes down to it. And if you if you have mutual respect for somebody that's put up the numbers and has done so much for the NFL like Peyton Manning has, I feel there's nothing wrong with getting an autograph, regardless of who it's for, for his mom or you know whatever it was supposed to be. I, I just don't I don't really see the big deal in it. I um I say this to that. Uh, I think it might have been my second or third year. Probably was my second year. Um, Jason Seahorn. You know, the Giants colors and the Cardinals colors were similar, but Jason Seahorn, both of us wore Nikes. We both had Nike contracts. His Nike contract was a little different than mine. His shoes was custom. We wore the same size. I said, Jason, I need a pair of those shoes. I didn't even just talking because they, they look good. And gloves, my gloves were red and white. Mm-hmm. His were red, blue, and white. Mm-hmm. And we had blue in our uniforms. Um, I didn't even think any more about it. When he come out the locker room to go, and he has, I have a pair of Jason Seahorn shoes, brand new, not the ones he, not the ones he has now, uh, but you know, pair of Jason Seahorn shoes. So, uh, so asking Peyton Manning for an autograph, I don't know if I can ask for an autograph, but just in jest in the game going on, I probably shouldn't have done that because I'm should have been playing the game. I don't think we went back and forth with with the uh, Giants as far as winning and loss, uh, but you know, I don't know. I wouldn't wear. I'm the quarterback. I don't know if I wear a Miami Dolphins hat. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I know, hundred uh, percent. I mean, I, I could see arguments for both sides, but I, I do agree that that he probably shouldn't have done it. But it's, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Well, I will tell you what, we, we'll take a we'll take a break. Um, segment's going by so fast. Yeah. We'll take we'll take a break. We'll talk. Let's. I want to talk All Star. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the All Star baseball game. We may have different opinions on this. Um, well, we we shall see. Um, Kwamelas Sports Talk, Alex Clancy in the studio, 888-346-9144. You want to call in for the last segment. Mic check one, two. Can y'all hear me out there? Let's go. Let's eat it, pop. Let's eat it, pop. I'm all in. I've been in the kitchen whipping. What y'all been? Been seen back from a distance. Watch the world spin. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network. And let's talk football. Listen to the women's side of the fitness industry on Fitness RX Radio. If you're looking to stay healthy and look great or are getting ready to compete athletically, this is the show for you. We'll look at competitions from the inside out, bring you fitness tips, nutrition to keep you on top of your game, and so much more. We want to hear from you, too, and we'll take your questions by phone or email. Tune in to Fitness RX Radio, airing every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Look and feel your best. Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Oh, yeah. It's my sexy voice second. Welcome back to the Kwame Lai Sports Talk. We got about five minutes because yeah. D, D was talking. <laughs> we don't want to talk. Yeah, talking my uh, ears off on during the break and forgot to come back to the show. I'm lying. D, you better come get this $5 for we spend it. <laughs> you better hold it. I'll be right there. I ain't going to hold it. I'm going to staple it into something. <laughs> hey, welcome. We got about five minutes, man. You want to call into the show? Uh, give us a call at 888-346-9144. I want to say something. We were talking about... Uh, Andy Murray over in Britain, um, and then we say, let's stay over on the other side of the country. I guess I said it, huh? Are you I, part of the show, too? But this, <laughs> this, all, this all took place in uh, when those fans, the soccer fans went crazy. This all took place in Brazil. So I don't want to say they're killing in Britain and they're killing in Brazil. They're killing everywhere, but I don't want to put that, isolate that incident with, you know, the Wimbledon and uh, the great success that Andy Murray had. All right, well, let's talk about some uh, – <laughs> NBA baseball. Uh, let me ask you this, Alex Clancy, at uh, ClancyCornerBlogspot.com. Is that it? Yeah. See, <laughs> I think baseball wins in this situation. Well, while, while there's such a story that should uh, uh, uh what's the name Puig? Yep. Puig, um, who plays for the Dodgers, who's the most exciting thing right now in baseball, um, maybe just on the West Coast. But I think this guy's played 33 games. He's been exciting. He's betting 400 or a little bit over 400. Should he or should he not be in an all-star game? Uh, I, I give my opinion on it, but I'll ask uh, Alex uh, and the numbers out there if you want to call in for the last segment, but make it real quick. Should he be in an all-star game? <clears throat> for what I know about the all-star game, but I'll let you go first, Alex, and then I, I, I'll finish it off. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. Uh, the reason why is because you put if, – if managers from the National League – if the manager for the National League wants to win, you put the best players out there. It doesn't matter how long they've been in the, how long they've been playing for this year. You don't snub All Star game, All Star players when the game actually matters. And snubs is when it's an exhibition. Oh, I'm sorry, this player didn't make it. I'm sorry, this player didn't make it. You put the best players on the field for this game, just in case you make it to the World Series and you get your home field advantage. So 100% yes. And I'm going to say one point against that. Hanley Ramirez has played the same amount of games as Yasiel Puig. He's batting 419 to Yasiel Puig's 409. So should he be in? Uh, yes, he should be. All right. uh, but, well, because Puig has almost 30 more at-bats than, than Hanley Ramirez. So, I mean, I, I think that, yes, 100%. 
I, I didn't want to agree with you on this, but I will. Um, but it does have implications. You bring in, you bring in the, the best guy at the time right now in baseball, or maybe not the best guy, maybe the hottest guy right mm-hmm. now whose bat is still hot. Yeah. You bring him in, the implications are he's on the National League team um, who had home field advantage last year. When it comes down to the World Series, that could be the difference between a home field advantage or not. And, mm-hmm. and when you got, what is it, is it 3 2 what is it? Is it two 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 three two? I think two three two. Uh-huh. You got you got that type of the home field. We saw how that, how it worked out with the NBA. It, it's it's huge having home field advantage, and I think I think it should be in for this reason. It's a fan vote. It's a popularity vote. Um, it's entertainment. Uh, but when you made it, they made it more personal uh, to the to the players when they said. That the winner of this team, the winner of this All Star game, and when we talked about it not being as serious, or but then they say the winner of this team, you get to uh, host the home field advantage for the World Series. So this guy comes up the bat is two two, last out he hits it out the park. He probably got up the bat one time. That is that fair for the uh, American League teams? I think he should be in because it's fair. I watched. Uh, I stopped voting for the Pro Bowl. For one year, then I felt like I because guys were voting for their friends who really mm-hmm. didn't shouldn't have been in, shouldn't even been mentioned. Uh, they was on the ballot because they were starters. They were voting for their friends, which left other guys out, which I thought was wrong. Uh, then I said, you know, I so I said I'm not voting. I'm not getting to that nonsense. But I ended up voting the next year because my vote might just count. But it be the fan had more votes, more power in the votes than we did because they want to see those guys come over to Honolulu. It's a mar- money making for the perspective teams or a league i should say the nfl the NBA, mlb um also the um, nba the association it is a money maker for those teams because you want to start you want the stars over there the so-called stars over there so the fans can come out and we can make some money yeah but i think he should be there because he's the hottest bat now i don't think he should take away from anybody that should be there i think as the uh the managers vote he should get in because some guys having their contract that if i make it to the all-star I, I get, get a certain bonus. bonus, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with with football, it's again, it's an exhibition. It's more of just a fun, a fun uh, weekend, you know, what, with with events and flag football and all that stuff. Uh, but isn't all pro what matters in the NFL? I mean, Pro Bowl, yeah, you make Pro Bowls, that's great. You get a yeah. little pop, you get a little bonus. But because it's an exhibition, all pro, all NBA, all you know, th- those are the things that really matter because those are voted by the people, right? That the writers, the yeah, writer. that don't. That, that can't just vote for their friends. No, it, it does. When I um, so I think it might have been ninety eight or two thousand one. One of them I was an alternate, um, and uh, Rob Moore came up to me and said, "Quam, all pro is better. He made all pro. It's, it's better." I thought you do want to. Everyone that made it to the Pro Bowl that year, and I've been, and I was an alternate, and said I was leading in everything. Mm-hmm. They say, "Well, you you probably come up to Darren Wilson." Uh, uh, you know, just all the guys that played the position that we played against. And it's like, this is your year, right? You're going to the Pro Bowl. But then I started remembering how they did Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison should have been three or four times before he even went. He mm-hmm. had to go to another team. I think he might have went once in San Diego, but before after that, he went to the Patriots. He went to the Patriots and he yeah. was in. It's the team. So I, I realized it's the popularity votes. It's the team. Uh, and we talked about the Cardinals not doing – well, they learned how to run a business, the football business, and not just the business of football. Uh, so the football business was getting the right people in, not just the person who's out there whose name's big, that would not help the team as opposed to helping the team. So, um, yeah, all pro is a lot better than pro ball because the people who's really watching the games, 
because most of the vote, we watched Yao Ming get in, didn't play all year. Yeah. We watched Yao Ming get into the All-Star game, didn't 200 play. million votes. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And we watch um, uh, Tracy, Tracy McGrady, McGrady get in. right. Get in because he's played with y'all. I mean, that's all they know. Uh-huh. They look at the ballots and say, "Yeah, I'm voting for these guys. I'm vote for that." And and one quick one quick last thing about that is, anything that fans have a part in voting for should not count. <laughs> so if say say you get the it writers say the writers say the writers vote for the starters or something like that, the manager doesn't have complete control, mm-hmm. or the players vote for the starters. I think that either you take out the fan participation. Or you have it not count. And I think that this was Bud Selig, one of his last-ditch efforts to overshadow the steroids, to overshadow all the bad things that are happening. Oh, something in the middle of the year actually does count. Oh, let's get the fans involved. Let, let's make this worth something. I think that, I mean, that I feel like that had some sort of correlation between uh, getting people's minds off of steroids. And I think that the fans, either the fans vote and it doesn't count, or it doesn't. They don't vote, and it does count. Real quick, speaking of steroids, are you going to watch the Home Run Derby? Yeah. Does it matter? It's yeah. just entertainment, but yeah. not, you don't I watch you don't, it. You don't have somebody, oh, I want this guy to win. You just well, watch for entertainment. And I want to see Bryce Harper, the lefty, hit it in Cine Field where it's like 250 feet or something. Right. So, I mean, I want to see, yes, I want to see the lefties hit it uh, in Cine Field. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, we have a few more minutes, so uh, we'll talk about what Alex got going on. Right now, I, I want to thank some people that's, you know, because I'm about to leave here and go to a meeting. Uh, so Melissa Logan, GOV, take off the last name so we'll go Logan. <laughs> Melissa Logan. No, at, Luke, at Lucky Strike, you know, she's hosting uh, the meeting I'm about to go to. And also Ryan Moore at the uh, Wild Horse Pass Hotel Casino. They're trying to partner up with these guys, and they're really interested in, in what the Kwame Lasseter Foundation. Also, I want to add the uh, NFL alumni of what we can do with those guys. Uh, make it success. So anytime you have have a meeting or needed meeting, you can reach out to one of those two, um, and they'll look after you. They'll look after you. Just make sure you mention my name so I can get a cut. <laughs> now nah, I don't get anything from. I'm just messing around. Oh, uh, Alex, what you got going on? Uh, Sounds of autism. A lot of good things are happening. Uh, we have a tape ball basket, a tape ball shooting competition tournament. Uh, more more details to come, but it's going to be great. It, we're we're uh, teaming with a, teaming up with sorority at Arizona State. We're going to try to reach yeah. out to that chapter for, uh, for different universities around the country. Try to um, bring the voice back to the community for, uh, for sounds of autism. Tape ball sounds like something you do in an office. You ball a piece. We of do paper it in the tra- we do it in the uh, in the kitchen in, right. uh, at the restaurant <laughs> I work at. So that's that's cricket, that's cricket, you and Raven. Yes. Uh, good stuff. Uh, all more right, to yeah. come. More to come on that. We'll, we'll keep you posted on that. Check out the uh, blog. No, I don't think it's on the blog site, but you can check out his, face- mm-hmm. his Facebook and his Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, thanks, D, for doing nothing. Kwame Lasso Sports <laughs> Talk. Alex Clancy. <laughs> Alex Clancy in the studio. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.